Welcome to Brick by Brick. I thought those days were a good thing. I thought they were magic, lightning in a bottle that I should try to catch as often as possible. But ultra-productive days have a dark side no one tells you about. At least, no one ever told me. You know the kind of days I'm talking about, right? Those days when you feel like you could conquer the world. When you feel like a wood chipper for to-do lists. Like you're Bruce Lee and all the challenges in your day are just stunt doubles. It's euphoric. Sort of like the euphoria that often accompanies intoxication. I suppose that similarity should have been a red flag, but it wasn't. I didn't have those days often, but I reveled in them. If only every day could be like this, I thought. I didn't notice that my ultraproductive days were almost always followed by unproductive days. My motivation was lower, my thoughts were sluggish and easily distractible. An alcohol hangover comes after binge drinking. A productivity hangover comes after binge doing. In both cases, we overindulge. We push too far because it feels so good. In the moment, we can't see why we would possibly want to say no to another one, so we keep saying yes, and then we feel like trash the next day. Too much of a good thing. Having an ultra-productive day is like running a marathon. Even if you've trained for it, running that far takes everything your body has. You extend yourself to the absolute limit. You push as hard as you can. Just ask Pheidippides. His legendary run to announce the victory of Athens at the Battle of Marathon is where the race got its name. According to the legend, Pheidippides arrived, shared his good news, and promptly collapsed and died. Is it worth it? I'm not saying you should never overindulge with alcohol. But if you do, please be safe. And I'm also not saying you should never overindulge in productivity. Each of us has to wrestle with the costs and benefits. Each of us has to make our own decision. My goal is to shed some light on the subject, to allow you to make an informed decision. We get a distorted picture of other people's productivity on social media. They post about the projects that get done, not the ones that get procrastinated. They show you the euphoria of doing it all, but they don't show you the malaise that follows. If you decide to embrace ultraproductive days and push to the limit, understand that the pendulum will swing the other way tomorrow. You're getting more than normal done today, and you'll get less than normal done tomorrow. Your mind and body are going to need to recover. The day after the marathon, you don't run another race. In fact, you probably shouldn't run at all, just a light jog or walk at most. Recovering from a marathon takes days or even weeks. Pheidippides didn't recover at all. Better to embrace that recovery than fight against it. Scale back your expectations the day after a productivity binge. Go slowly, set small goals, and take more breaks. If you can, take a nap. Whatever you do, don't try to push through the hangover and have a normal day. Your body probably won't let you, and even if you are able to push through your fatigue by sheer willpower, you'll overextend yourself in the process. You'll be right back in the same boat tomorrow, and you'll make recovery take longer. Repeat that cycle too many times, and you will burn out.
What if you don't want to experience the crash that follows a day of ultra productivity? What if you want to run at a more even pace, avoiding the extreme highs and the extreme lows? First, know your limits. As with alcohol, you need to know your own body. People have different capacity levels. A normal day of tasks and meetings for you might be an ultra productive day for me. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't try to keep up with someone who can hold their alcohol better than you can. Pay attention to how your body and mind respond. Take note on days when you feel completely empty. What was the day like before? Did you push too hard? Consider keeping a productivity journal. Write down some brief reflections at the end of each day about what you got done, the wins and losses of the day. This will make it easier to spot the connection between good days and bad ones. Second, pace yourself. A single day is small. Even on your best day, you probably won't come close to getting as much done as you can over the course of a whole week. So why would you compromise the rest of your week for the sake of one great day? When your perspective is limited to today, you tend to make decisions that hurt tomorrow. You spend too much, drink too much, and work too much. Pull back and take a broader view. Instead of trying to maximize today, try to maximize your week or your month. Pay attention to how your choices today impact the days that follow, and don't be afraid to sacrifice in the short term for greater long-term rewards. Finally, take breaks. We are not designed to go full speed all the time. Our bodies and minds need sleep every day. You need time to rest, both on the micro and macro levels. Take good, restful breaks throughout the day. Pick one day a week that you dedicate to rest. Even if you can't completely avoid work, try to get as much rest as possible on that day. And try to take at least one extended vacation each year where you can get away from the stresses of daily life and let your body and mind reset. Brad Stolberg says, quote, research shows that sustainable progress in everything from diet to fitness to creativity isn't about being consistently great. It's about being great at being consistent. It's about being good enough over and over again, end quote. Iliad Kipchoge holds the world record for the fastest marathon, barely over two hours. You might think the only way to reach that level of performance is by constantly pushing yourself to the limit. But Kipchoge actually doesn't train that hard. He usually avoids pushing harder than 80% during training. He understands the cost, and he reserves his energy for the race. If he were to run full speed on a training day, it would negatively impact his workouts for the rest of the week. Instead, he holds back, enabling consistency. He keeps his goal clearly in view, to give his best possible performance on race day. What is your goal? Do you want one great day or a great year? Keep your goal in view. Set a daily pace for success in the long run. this episode helpful or thought-provoking, please take the time to make a plan for how you can apply these ideas. 
the best way to thank me is by taking action. Be different. Chart a new course. Thanks for listening.